When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Blog Talk Radio. I hear a lot of talk about old-time great fighters. I hear people say that Joe Lewis, Jack Dempsey... Jack Johnson, Jim Jeffries, and all of them would have annihilated the likes of myself, Muhammad Ali. After watching these films, watching their opponents, watching their styles, watching how they fought, watching the footwork and their speed, it may come as a shock to you, but I say that I would have beat every heavyweight that ever lived before me. Joe's going to come out smoking, and I ain't going to be joking. I'll be pecking and a-poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. And I'm knocking out all bombs. And if you get too small, I'll knock you out. Cameraman, everybody follows me. I'm so great. He said he will go in eight to prove that I am great. And if he want to go to heaven, I'll get him in seven. He'll be in the worst of fix if I cut it to six. And if he keeps talking jive, I'll cut it to five. Oh, I'm the king of the world. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it, hold it. You're not that great. I'm a bad man. I don't want Time it is. Time for the majority decision. Coming to you live from the great state of Texas, right here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Greg the Truth. The host of this show is the Black Belt, Mr. Fayaz. I want to thank everybody for tuning in live or downloading and listening. However, you get that done, we do appreciate it. We want to invite you to follow us on Twitter at MajorityMMA and like us on Facebook. The Majority Decision, and of course, if you like the show, tweet it out, share it on your Facebook page, subscribe to it through iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, all of those great places, and um, make sure that the show is downloaded every time a new one comes on. Fayaz, how's it going? It's going good, man. I'm watching uh, Run Away from Ben Henderson. At least he did in the first round. I think he's tired now, so he, he's being forced to kind of stand in front of him a little bit. Yeah, interesting fight so far between these two guys. Also interesting that uh, Bellator was so uh, brazen as to dub this a super fight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know super why. Fight, it, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why it's a super fight. I'm not. I guess maybe it's because uh, they. I think they've both been champs. Maybe that's why it's a super fight. But uh, all all I can see is Pitbull really just playing it safe, man. He's like running around. I don't know uh, what he's doing. You can tell Ben Henderson's getting kind of uh, 
frustrated, and uh, I don't know. I'm expecting more out of Ben in this deal. So hopefully he'll make something happen. Pimple's noticeably Otherwise, smaller. He is. He is. That's why I thought. I thought you know Henderson's explosiveness would uh, come into play here, but uh, looks like Pitbull wants to uh, do a little bit of grappling. So we'll see how that goes. Pitbull kind of landed the right hand, I think, early in the first round. I think it's got Ben a little timid. Um, I'm well, a Henderson really fan, but uh, based on really what I've him. seen from him in his first fight in Bellator and so far in, what, two and a half rounds or one and a half rounds here against uh, Pitbull, man, he's um, making the, making it look like Dana White, Dana White made the right decision. Yeah. And, yeah, it was a super fight, all right. Looks like Pitbull broke something, and now he has to quit. Uh-oh. I'm watching it. I'm watching it on my uh, direct TV stream on my computer, so I think I'm a little bit behind. But um, speaking of Bellator superness, one of the, one of the uh, interesting notes that came down this uh, this week was Bellator signed Rory McDonald. I think that's all, but pretty much they confirmed it on the TV show today. Yeah, they did. Um... You know, I thought, uh, I don't know. Who knows why Rory McDonald did it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, we know why. I I, I, I have no idea why. I mean, you, you know, I don't know what his reasons were, but uh, I'll, I will say uh, Robbie Lawler ruined him. I get, that's one thing I can say. I don't think, um, I think... He just, you know, he fought again after that. He didn't fight the same. So, I, I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, I hate to see Rory McDonald go, but uh, why do you think he went? Uh, the money. I, yeah, I think, the money. I think, whoa, his foot looks nasty. It's, uh, yeah, it was the money, number one. But I also do think that uh, what you're saying about uh, Robbie Lawler it has a little bit to do with it, too, because, He's now been to the top of the mountain and had his opportunity uh, two times, I believe. Came up twice, came up short both times. And, you know, he's still young. He could leave the UFC, go to a Bellator, get some more fights under his belt, build his name a little bit more, and come back. And get that big payday uh, for the UFC. Yeah, I mean that that that's true. Right now, there's just no big paydays in the welterweight division in the UFC. Let's face it, right? I mean, unless I mean, unless he, you know, unless he's going to fight, you know, GSP, that's going to be the biggest payday, right, in the welterweight division. Yeah. And that's his teammate, so that's not happening, right? Right. And then uh, if he leaves, that leaves opportunity for George to come back at 170, doesn't it? Without a hitch. The rumors are right now that uh, George is all but booked for the December card in Canada. Yeah, and they're going to sell that. Waiting on an opponent. Yeah, GSP comes back. GSP comes back in uh, in Canada after what? How long has he been gone? Two years. I mean, that's uh, 
Yeah, that's something else right there. That's gonna be that's gonna be a sold out crowd. You can uh, you can believe that. It won't surprise me um, that they if St. Pierre is coming back and it is in December in Canada that they would announce it probably tomorrow in Canada. That that would be my guess. Yeah. Right. I mean that's that's how you'd want to get that done. I think from a promotional standpoint. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, because, yeah, tomorrow's card, what, that's in Vancouver, right, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you, yeah, that's that's where you're going to want to promote that deal. GSP comes back, they'll probably run a promotion in the middle of it sometime. That'll be, uh, that's that's going to get a lot of, uh, it's going to get a lot of excitement going on. So, hopefully, that's what they do, right? You got 203 coming up, so, you know. I think he'll be ready by 2:06. I think he'll be good to go by December. I think GSP's been training and he's just not letting it. He's just not letting on. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. I, I agree with that 100%. Uh, before we jump into tomorrow's card, which is a great card for free, by the way, let, let's jump back a little bit and uh, we we didn't really get a, a whole lot of time to talk about Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz, and of course everybody knows by now. Uh, Connor got the uh, majority decision, pun intended, uh, victory over <laughs> Nate Diaz. And uh, you scored the fight for Connor. I felt like Diaz won. It was a razor, razor close fight. Uh, I'm not disappointed in the decision either way. I wouldn't have been surprised uh, seeing a draw there. Um, one of the questions I think that uh, we got to ask now is, is Nate Diaz a $3 million fighter when it's not against Conor McGregor? Um, you know what, man? I think uh, I think Nate Diaz has proved that he's probably one of your top guys, and, uh, and he's there for a war every time. He creates exciting fights. Now that he's had this little one and two with Conor McGregor, I think that he can headline more main events and he can ask for the money because I think he'll get it. Because now when they see him fight, they're going to expect that out of him every time. And they get that out of him every time, but there's not very many people that hang in there and give it back. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with him. He kind of said at the press conference he's not interested in doing anything else until uh, they put him back in there with Connor. Um and he, and he doesn't have to. My guess is, uh, you know, on paper he got $3 million just to show up. Uh, after you get the pay-per-view buys, he's probably made, he probably made somewhere around $5 million, would be my guess. Uh, he, he probably yeah, doesn't he probably have to do more than that. Yeah, could have more than that. Night. Um, oh, did they get, they got the bonus? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, they well, had there you to. go. But, uh, but, uh, I'm still not. I'm just not. I'm still not sold that Nate Diaz is a headliner. I mean, I agree with yeah. you that in the cage he brings it. Outside of the cage he brings it. But for some reason, uh, the UFC just doesn't see that guy like that. I mean, even even in comparison to his brother, I think they put more stock in Nick uh, than they do Nate and. Nate kind of gets the short end of the stick 
in spite of the fact that he just probably drew along with Connor two of the biggest cards yeah. uh, in, in the UFC history. Yeah, I mean, he was the guy to beat Connor in the octagon, right? So everybody wanted to see him again. And everybody wants to see that fight. You, you don't think Nate Diaz gained extra fans from that fight? I mean, they're practically the same person, except Conor McGregor is just a little bit more well-spoken. I mean, I mean that's – I mean, to me, that's what it is. You knew it was going to be a lot of banner back and forth, a lot of, you know, you know a lot of talking, a lot of screaming, a lot of, a lot of everything, but – I don't know that uh, I don't know that he's a five million dollar fighter every time, but you know I, I think he get, I think he can get himself some big paydays. I think he deserves it if he can keep performing that way. Now he's been around for a while, so you know you have to see where it goes from there. One of the one of the issues that I've had with a lot of the media that I've that I've heard in the past week, a lot of other personalities in the world of mixed martial arts is that they seem to be, like, since Conor won now, all of a sudden we're making excuses for the first time he lost. Making excuses, and then we're saying, well, if Conor beat Nate like he did at 170, if they do it at 155, which is probably what they'll do the third one at, whenever that takes place, then Connor's right. definitely going to win that one. And I think that's ridiculous to just assume yeah. that that uh, that's going to go down like that. I think, uh, you know, I think, uh, I don't know, man. Either way, you get, you know, with Nate Diaz, man, Nate, Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz can fight either way. You know, obviously he was a lot heavier than Connor, and he tried to use that to his advantage. You know, maul him, maul him up on the cage. But you know, he took some damage in the, in the inside too, on the inside too. Obviously, his cardio is a lot better. He's used to it. He can fight those longer fights. And I think at 55, I think at 55, you know, Nate Diaz probably doesn't doesn't slow down at all. I mean, he just, you know, he's he's leaner. Yeah, see, that's where right? I come back. He doesn't, yeah. fill, up, he doesn't yeah. fill up with lactic as much, and it just, I think he's even worse at 155 pounds. See, that's, where, see, that's kind of where I think I come out at, too. I think that the, the matchup might even be a little bit more in favor of Diaz at 155. Diaz is a guy who's fought a majority of his career at 155. Conor McGregor is yeah. a natural 145-er, the weight is not going to be that much of a difference. Diaz is still going to blow up into probably 170 on fight right. day, where right. McGregor's still going to be 165 at the max. Right. So, well, I think Nate might even be heavier than that, you know. Yeah, he, and, uh, there you go. And... and but I think I think that I think the fight the reason why he thinks it favors him is because McGregor McGregor going in at the lighter weight right also doesn't get tired as quickly right which favors him Diaz is a cardio machine either way but the 55 favors McGregor more just for the simple fact that 
you know, he won't fill up as much, you know, with lactic. He'll be able to run a little bit longer. He'll be able to go. He'll feel lighter. I mean, if uh, if anybody out there knows, you know, if if you if you're used to doing something at a lighter weight, and then you know you put on 10, 20 pounds, whatever it is, it's uh it's it's a hard thing to get used to. It's not it's not the same. You don't move the same. You might be able to do all the same things, but you don't move the same. So I think he's I think he feels like at that in between at 55, he's just gonna feel. He's gonna he's he's gonna have a little bit more power, but he's still gonna be as efficient as he was at 45. So we'll interesting to see where they go with that. I, I, you know, obviously Conor McGregor has to go back to 145 and give the belt up. That that goes without saying. Yeah. Hey, Diaz can do whatever he wants to do. Help prepare his brother for his comeback. Right. And count as money in between opportunities. So next week is UFC on Fox Coming to us from Vancouver, British Columbia Free on Fox Good five Or good uh, four fight Main card Opening up with Joe Lazan and Jim Miller Two uh, exciting guys I like this matchup a lot Oh yeah Oh, you know what? I can't. I can't even pick that fight. I can't pick that fight because both Joe Lazon and Jim Miller bring it. Um, I'm a huge Jim Miller fan, but I think that uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Jim Miller tomorrow. I think Jim Miller takes it. I think Jim Miller can beat Joe Lazon, even though Joe Lazon uh, is probably a little bit fresher. Yeah, I, I'm a big Jim Miller guy, too. Um, I just think that uh, Joe Lazon is uh, – I think he's going to get this one done. They fought before. Jim Miller got the win. Um, I, I think uh, Joe Lazon's going to come back and uh, bring it back to Jim. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a great matchup. Both these guys are very well-rounded. Both these guys are well, well-experienced. And, uh, man, uh, it should be a great fight. It, it, it should be a candidate for fight of the night or performance of Absolutely. the night. Absolutely. That's what I would think, too. That's what I would think, too. I can't wait. be good to see Jim Miller again, man. I think he just fought not too long ago. But I haven't seen – I personally haven't seen the guy fight in a while. I'd, like, I'd love to see Jim Miller fight again, man. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him since – I haven't personally seen him since he went on that crazy – since he went on that run. And then uh, never got his title shot. Yeah, that was that was pretty uh, that was pretty crappy for him because he, yeah. he he went off on about a seven win seven fight win streak and uh, got to I think maybe one fight before a title fight and then lost and then almost hasn't been the same since. He's two and four in his last six, so he's been struggling yeah. a bit, but. Uh, you know, the guy's such a well-rounded veteran fighter that uh, he's still super dangerous for anybody. Only 32 yeah. years old, too. It feels like he's been around right. forever, but he's barely 32. Yeah, he's yeah, he's still young, dude. That guy's in his prime, man. Maybe he just needs a little bit of break, and, uh, you know, he's going to come back strong. But if you – I mean, but look, you got another guy at 55 that's doing the same thing. You got Tony Ferguson. 
You know, I hope that guy gets a title shot. I think he's won eight or nine times in a row now. I mean, uh, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's time. At a certain point, you just can't deny somebody anymore. If they win seven, eight, nine times, give them the freaking title shot, man. Right? I mean, who, you can just keep throwing people in front of them. Eddie Alvarez, he had to give it to him. He beat, you know, two, three former champs. I mean, you kind of had to. Yeah, and, and being a, a champion, well-known champion too himself. Uh, we got a pretty interesting uh, women's strawweight fight: Paige Van Zant and uh, Beth Rollins. Uh, Paige Van Zant going to see if she can rebound from her spent on uh, Dancing with the Stars. I think the question <laughs> on everyone's mind here is: uh, Will she dance her way to the cage? Yeah, that'll be awesome, won't it? The uh, you know, you know what I. A lot of people I'm talking to are picking against Paige Van Zandt on this one. They think uh, Beck Rollins is going to take it from her. Um, you know, Beck's been active. Paige hasn't. But uh, hopefully uh, Paige Van Zandt added to her skill set since she fought Rose Namajunas. It was obvious that it was this. It wasn't heart that she lacked, but it was uh, it was the skill set. So hopefully she's added to that skill set and she's ready to go. Yeah, Beck Rollins is kind of more of like a uh, a brawler type of a fighter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And I'll be interested to see how, if she's able to get Paige Van Zandt to stand and trade with her, because I think if she does that, that's going to be a mistake for Paige Van Zandt. I think Paige will have to have yeah, a good game plan and uh, stay well-rounded. Yeah, I think, uh, I think the alpha male guy's probably got a good game plan for her. And you know the you know she'll be prepared. She'll be prepared. I'm just wondering how uh, being away for so long is going to affect her. But uh, who knows? Maybe she's the type of person who has to get punched in the face a few times and then go, "Oh yeah, we're not dancing." Well, you know, she only missed eight months, so it wasn't like a year layoff. I, w- I, 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 yeah. I wouldn't hope that uh, she would be too flat, but it's possible. Right. Um, it is possible. And uh, Beck Rollins is tough. She's always looking for a scrap. So hopefully, I do think, though, that once Paige gets acclimated, you know, back to being in there and fighting, I think she'll be good. I think she'll be all right, and I think it's going to be a good fight. Yeah, I, I definitely do think it's going to be a good fight, too. Uh, but both of those ladies aren't afraid to get in there and mix it up and do what they got to do. Um, yeah. Co main event, Anthony Pettis making his featherweight debut against uh, Charles Oliveira. Did you see them? Man. Did you catch any look at the weigh ins? Anthony Pettis looked like uh, I didn't catch any he got out of the hospital. Later. Looked like he oh, got really? out of the hospital. Yeah. Yeah, he probably had to cut a lot of weight. Cancer survivor. Okay. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, look at this, man. The guy's pretty lean at 55. I can't even imagine what he looks like to weigh in at 146 pounds. I mean, that's crazy. You know, but if he can do it and he's healthy and he feels good on fight night, he's going to need to against Charles Oliveira. 
because uh, Charles Oliveira, man, that guy, that guy's got some, he's got some pretty decent stand-up, but he'll choke you standing up too. Yes, he will. Um, you know, and a, a, a guy who's from Brazil but actually fights out of Texas. So we've got to have a little yeah. bit of a partial, partial pull for him there. Um, <laughs> I like Charles Oliveira. He's an exciting guy. Uh, like yes. He is. He's got that good stand-up and uh, dangerous submissions. But, you know, with that being said, I think uh, the same could be said for Anthony Pettis. He's, that he's is correct. He's got a stand-up and pretty solid, uh, pretty solid uh, ground game as well. Yeah. And he's on a three-fight losing streak. And right. Can he, you know, is his head where it needs to be? Has, is he able to? Has he been able to overcome three fights in a row? Losing three fights in a row—that's tough for a guy who was just a champ. You know, he was just on top of the world, and now all of a sudden, you know, he slid right down the right down the mountain the hard way. Yeah, I like you know Pettis, man. Pettis is an exciting guy. If he can get back to being that guy again, if Pettis can get back to being that guy again, man. Pettis has got every opportunity in the world to be the champ again at 145 pounds. He's just, can he get back to being that guy again? Yeah, and and being at 145, you know, that that opens up a lot of different matchups for him. Um, You know, his losses came to Dalsanos, Alvarez, and, right, uh, Barbosa, and uh, close fight with Eddie Alvarez, but but yeah, I mean he's got to be Showtime again. He can't be yeah. this, you know, just you know just plodding, flat-footed. He's got to be yeah. exciting. He's got to bring that intensity back, and uh, or not not intensity. That's not the right word, but just that uh, that swagger that he has. He's got to get that back. Yeah, he had it, man. He used to, yeah. I mean, he he try, you know, he'd put it all together. I mean, the guy, the guy's a taekwondo kicker. He's got great hands on top of it. He's got a decent ground game. He's got it all, man. It's just, you know, you got to have. He's he's got to get back to what he was. You know, like you said, he can't be plodding. He can't be flat-footed. You know, he's just. He's got to go. You know, he used to just get in there and go for it, and that's what he's got to do. He's just got to get back to getting in there, go for it, and being dynamic like he always was. That's what got him to the show. Main event is a very, very interesting matchup to me. Of course, the only officially endorsed majority decision, officially endorsed fighter, Carlos Condit, making his return <laughs> to the cage. Versus the best Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner in mixed martial arts history, Damian Maia. Like That's right. Fight. I like this Man, fight a lot. I do like this fight a lot. I do like to, I like Damian Maia. You know, I love jiu-jitsu. I, I love it to death. Man, but... Also, I've said it a thousand times before, and I'm going to say it again. I am a diehard Carlos Condit fan. That guy is 
technical brutality. His elbows are ridiculous. His stand-up is ridiculous. His ground game is just as good. And I recall him. I remember him. I remember when he was a champ in the WEC, and he was just relentless. And he still fights that way. I mean, now the guy's, what, 32, 33 years old, and he still fights that way. I mean, you know, it's like you, you see a lot of guys flatten out and, you know, they, they lose that. They lose that, you know, like we were just talking about with Pettis. And Carlos Condit, man, hadn't gone away. Man, he, he's he's just as crazy as he was. And and he's just – and he's got pinpoint accuracy with, with those elbows. Yeah, he, he's a, he is a never-say-die guy. Um, very, very technical in everything that he does. Very controlled. Um, we know the game plan will be there. Uh, the movement yeah. will be there. I'm really interested to see how he fares against Damian Maya on the ground. Um, and can Damian Maya get him to the ground? Because he certainly cannot outstrike Carlos Condit for 25 minutes. That's I don't think he can. Happen. I don't think he can either. But uh, D- Damian Maya, if Damian Maya, I, I can, you know what, man, I predict that Carlos Condit will finish Damian Maya. Right? And uh, otherwise, because Damian Maya is going to have to work really hard to put him on the ground, and Carlos Condit knows how to get up. He's got decent defense. You know, I uh, I got to go with Condit, and I'm going to say he finishes Damian Maya. I think that's very likely. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all that we see a knockout. Uh, yeah. You know, a first or second round knockout. It, it just it just all depends if Condit's able to keep his distance because if Maya can get in there and get his arms around him and push him against the cage. Man, I yeah. don't know. That'll be a tough situation. That's a tough situation for anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of the Majority Decision. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll be right back here Sunday to go over all the Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.